Welcome to the Love, Marriage, and Everything in Between podcast, where healthy marriages thrive. Join Kenny and Shauna Adams as they tackle real topics and teach how to win in marriage. And we are back. Hi, I'm Shauna. And I'm Kenny. And welcome to Love, Marriage, and Everything Everything in Between. between. All right. So we are excited about today. Um, We're going to come off the cuff today a little bit more than usual, um, talking about legacy building and how important that is, what does it look like, how can you do it, and why should you do it? Why? So we want to get right into it. We thank you for everybody who's already on, who's shared. We we thank you for those that are... um, ready to comment please make sure that we have an interactive discussion um because it's always better when you guys join in yes it is (laughs) much better better. it's much better yes so um you want to start talking about legacy well i think oh wait we gotta pray first uh yeah (laughs) sorry Uh, we'll pray okay so father in the name of jesus we thank you um for who you are god we thank you for allowing us to even be here right now god and allowing us to see this day, God. And God, we, we thank you for the opportunity, Father God, to speak on legacy, God, and to talk about the importance of legacy and legacy building, God. And uh, it's a topic that, you know, we don't discuss a lot in our community, to be honest with you. And uh, it, it's good to have this type of discussion, God. So today, Father, we pray for a uh, very uh, fruitful discussion, God, a discussion that, you know, we can get, get into, Father God, that's going to be People are going to go in and they're going to take a part in, God. They're going to cooperate and they're going to uh, help us speak about legacy on tonight, God. So we love you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I feel like we need to give a disclaimer because we just came out of a uh, meeting. We had an appointment that went over a little bit. So we're like (laughs) trying to bring ourselves in. Okay. So just forgive us if we're not as sharp or as ready. But we are here and we are committed to the journey. Committed to the journey. So, okay, you're going to start talking about legacy. I am. Right? Okay. So, we're going to talk about what it is. Yeah? I don't know. I mean, uh, when I I think of um, legacy, I immediately start to think think about um, history. And throughout history, we don't, our community really doesn't, we don't have a lot of legacy as far as financial legacy we have a legacy because we have family members <laughs> you know you got a lot of juniors and seniors and the thirds and seconds and all that that is a part of legacy don't get me wrong but when we're talking about building a legacy we're not talking about building a legacy as far as numbers are concerned as far as having 35 45 55 65 people in your family type of legacy we're talking about uh having a legacy to where your money goes from being new money to old money you know um goes from being new money to old money and uh thank you sherry for that and so it's important that we do that because we don't want to just um make enough money to where we're living and we're able to take care of our family like our our children you know or your children you don't want to make enough money just to barely get by and you're just taking care of your children you know um and then once you know you get too old to work and you have to retire or whatever it is 
you know, now you don't really have a way to take care of yourself. Um, your kids are struggling to take care of their family. Now they're going to try to take care of you as well. <laughs> you know, and you don't have anything to build on. You, your family can't grow from anything. So that's what I think about when, when I hear the word legacy and, some, and the importance of building a legacy because I just think that that's something we should do. It's so important, you know, to do that, to, to take care of yourself and your family and your, your children, your children's children, that they can take care of their children. It just goes on and on and on, you know. And it doesn't really take a lot once you really sit down and start thinking about things and planning. It doesn't take a lot to get it started, right? No. No, it doesn't take a lot. It's just right. a matter of sitting down and having the discussion and finding out what are the tools and resources that you need to maybe um, you know, expose yourself to, yeah. to educate yourself, yeah. and then have real discussions about it um, on how to make it happen. On how to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, there's a lot of options out there, especially you talking about financial, and so I'm going to come on another side of it in a minute. But just the, um, you know, there's so much out there that people kind of shock to you or, or talk to you about, and so you have to be able to, you know, have some kind of knowledge on what's best for you and your family right. and what your goals are and what you're trying to do. Right. But I know for the, for more so for the African-American um, uh, community, um, we are... A little behind the ball when you talk about saving and you're talking about um, building wealth and 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 legacy and all of that, but it is possible. The way we handle money and think about money, um, and the way we view future, you know, insurance, saving, all of that. So we are encouraging you to stretch yourselves. Yeah. Um, in this, stretch yourselves and to learn how you can set your family up for success in that area. Um, even, I mean, it, it can go even so far as just the first um, the first couple of steps with it is to um, get your, uh, what is it, life insurance policy yeah. so that you can pay, your funeral can be paid for. I mean, it's simple. That's, that's, that's just number one. Right. You know, and, and don't think that you get to wait until you're 65 and 70 to now start thinking about that. <laughs> You know, you need to be setting something up now so that, you know, it is appointed unto each of us to die one day. Mm-hmm. But you want to be prepared so that your family is not left holding the bag. You know, instead of them being able to to uh, support one another and to put, and to put together a, a beautiful service that will honor you and your legacy, they're scraping and scrapping and asking and go funding and this and that, trying to find money just to do something decent for you. And it's unfair to your family, you know, so we really need to, as people of God, you know, as believers in Christ, to be sure that we do our due diligence to set things up so that your children and your family doesn't have to suffer, you know, in those times. And I'm I'm, I'm looking to see how many of you, um, you know, talk back about what, what do you think about that? What do you think about having your um, life insurance policies in order? And, and does it seem like a priority or is it a priority? Have y'all discussed it? Do you have policies, you know, so that, you know, I'm, and, and God, God forbid, I, I wish we all could, you know, live eternally, you know, on earth. But, you know, our greater hope is to live with Jesus um, in the new Jerusalem. So mm-hmm. um, we, um, we're just, you know, wanting to advise you 
And if you don't have that, it's never too late to start. It's never too late to start. Um, so the other side of it that I wanted to... Um, oh, okay, so we have, hey, the Brodies are here. I hope it's Brody or Broody. I'm not sure. Y'all correct me. <laughs> um, says uh, Keon says, foundation has something to do with legacy as well. Um, and you're right. Your foundation has a lot to do yeah. with legacy. And sometimes you might have to break the cycle of what you learned from your own parents. Yeah. Right? Sometimes. You got to start somewhere. That's possible. You know, you got to start somewhere. So sometimes you have to break the cycle. Sometimes you have to say, look, we need to do start something for our family. Mm -hmm. You know, just because our parents didn't talk about it and they didn't educate us, that doesn't mean that we have to continue in that same cycle. We want to be cycle breakers. Amen. We want to we want to start something fresh and some, start something that, you know, is honorable um, with our family. So you might have to be it might start with you to be cycle breakers, you know, and to create a new normal for your your immediate family. And then it trickled down to your children's children's children. And now you have given your family a different generational blessing that can flow throughout your bloodline instead of generational curses of being poor and destitute and not having enough and not being um, people of thinking of the future and not having an, enough for funerals and things like that. You can begin to have your family walk in generational blessings. Yeah. Amen. By just changing um, just turning it and starting something fresh and something new. I really feel that as an encouragement to someone today. So I hope that you're listening and that you're taking notes and trying to find out, you know, and getting prepared to have that conversation. Check what you got. Make sure it's enough. Um, make sure it's doing what you want it to do. If you have something, if you don't have something, then I encourage y'all to, to begin. You might have to sacrifice. You might have to pull back, you know, a little bit, but you need to have something. Right. You need to have something. So, um, in addition to that, um, talking about legacy, legacy building, you want to have legacy building, uh, a legacy of faith within your family. You want to begin to have that string that goes through your bloodline and through your generations of a faith filled family. Mm -hmm. So you have to live a life before your children, um, so that, um, they'll be able to see it and model amen and and see how, what it is to live righteously to live holy before God what it means to live with self-control and and what it means to live a life that is worthy amen of the of the calling of God that's on your life and a life that is is abundant and free amen and not bound to the ways of the world you know and so when you live that before your children they can pass that down to their children's children and then your name the name of your family becomes a name that is tied to righteousness oh my god mm -hmm. oh my god come on there, there are some names and families in the bible amen that when you talk about the god of abraham isaac and jacob that's lineage and legacy but when you think about them you don't think about fancy cars and nice houses right. though they had wealth hallelujah they did. glory be to god because god had given it to them god had made a covenant amen to them but you, when you thought about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you always thought about the patriarchs and, you know, them serving God and, and, and them being uh, in a line, amen, that God had chosen to use them to lead the people and that they were faithful in that endeavor. And so we need to have a legacy of faith, amen, um, that you begin to do. Now, you know, I'm always curious when I talk to people and I ask, I say, 
how was your growing up? Was your family, you know, your family, family faith? Did y'all go to church? You know, and things like that. Because um, sometimes you'll find that um, some people did not have that. And so they had to struggle and find it later in life. You know, later in life, they don't have that lineage and that legacy. But again, you can start a new normal. So I'm wondering how many of you are from the old old school where they drug all the children, okay? They drug you to church. Yeah. Your mom and daddy drug you to church, drug you to Bible study, drug you to the second service, amen, drug you to choir rehearsal, drug you to youth night, drug, just drug, you was drug, okay? But it worked out in your favor. It worked out in your favor. What you think about that, baby? Legacy of faith. Uh, I think it's important. Um, you see it in so many families, and honestly, that's what we do have. You know, we may not have a legacy of wealth, but we do have a legacy of faith a lot of times. You do see a lot of um, pastors, um, fathers, grandfathers were the pastor, the, the, uh, the father was a pastor, then the son is a pastor, then the daughter's a pastor, you know, they're preaching. You see a lot of that uh, in our community. You don't see a lot of wealth, but you do see a lot of the faith um, legacy. And it's something that you need to talk about in your relationship while, you know, before you get married or, you know, before you have children, you, you want to have that conversation because it should be a priority. It should be something that you do. And it's, and it's always better to start at the beginning, right? So if all things go according to plan, you know, you start at the very beginning before you get married. And then once you get married and before you have children, you already have that plan in place, so you're already working towards it. Now, that's the perfect plan. But we all know that things don't work out that way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So now we got to start uh, backwards a little bit. We gotta, we gotta, we're got we late in the game just a little bit. So you have to start, and you have to be a little, a little bit more aggressive in what you're doing. But uh, it's definitely worth the conversation. The legacy of faith, I believe, though, it's so important to, to have that. Um, you want to, I mean, everybody... You know, should be able to look. I, I, I know families like that. You see a lot of families uh, who, when they have that legacy of faith, like when they get together, they really do value certain holidays that really um, have a lot to do with Christ, you know, or being thankful, like Thanksgiving. You know, when you have a legacy of faith, when you get together for Thanksgiving, you're not just getting together so you can get full and watch football. Like, you're really taking advantage of that holiday, you know, whether you're going to serve in the community or if you're all together as a family, you have almost like a mini church service. You're singing, you're reading the word, you're doing all that. You know, you're eating as well, but you're doing, it's, it's, a, it's based around your belief and your faith. You know, Christmas, the same thing. You know, you're not just opening presents and going out, you know, and letting the kids ride the bikes or all this play with their toys. You're really focusing on scripture, prayer. You're talking about, you know, the meaning of Christmas, the, the, the purpose of his birth. You know, those kind of things happen when you have a legacy of faith. There's things that you do um, that, are, you know, you put more emphasis on things, on Christ, on certain holidays. Those mm-hmm. families do so. Um, but, man, I tell you, that's where my mind is. I want uh, my family legacy to be one of faith, a legacy of faith. And... A legacy of wealth honestly I want to uh, people to be able to see our family once you know the Lord decides to call us home that our family is able to continue to go and, and, and uh, prosper 
you know, from what we built, you know, for them. And they were to take that uh, ball or baton, whatever you want to call it, and go. Yeah. And keep and keep going with it. Because we've taught, not only have we prepared, you know, them financially, but we've taught them how, you know, to do it, how we got where we were so they can continue that education with their kids as well. Right. Yeah, because I'm thinking about... You know, these again the the generation generational curses. I'm thinking about it because how many people that you know, or maybe it might be you, or has been you, or was you, you know, that you were able to point out certain things that ran in your family: mm-hmm. um, alcoholism, mm-hmm. um, womanizing, right. um, you know, different things that you know just kind of yeah. My mama did it. My my great grandmama did it. My grandmama did it. You know, these things that run through the family. But isn't it something, if we really strive towards it, that we can say, yeah, uh, that your children's children's children can say, yeah, my grand, my great-grandfather um, was a man of great faith. My grandfather was a man of great faith. My mm-hmm. father was a man of great faith. You know, that that comes down the line and that we can begin to turn the tide on those things that thread through our families, right. you know, those things that bring honor unto um, unto uh, the Lord. I'm sorry, something just popped up on my screen. Praise the Lord. <coughs> I wanted to read. Um, we have a comment here. Brother Keon says, "I grew up going to church with one parent, which was my mama, me, and my siblings." Like we had to go to church in the household that I grew up in, but I never could understand the purpose of it then, like how I understand it now in my thirties. Mm-hmm. Right, but you had, you still had that well to draw from, right. and you know that's what's good about it. the seeds were planted. Right, the seeds were planted, and that's the thing you want to plant seeds in your children, in your children's children's children. We want to go down to the third and fourth generation with things that we're establishing now. When you're talking about wealth, you're talking about faith. You know, we wanted to go all the way down into Mm -hmm. our children's children's children. And so, you know, it's very important to us. So we spend time, um, you know, my, my, uh, our grandson, our first grandson, our oldest grandson, he is seven now. And he and I share a time where we do affirmations and we do scriptures. Um, having him learn, memorize, um, and repeat scripture so that he can begin to get that scripture inside of him. And so the affirmations also speak to who he is as a young black man. You know, he, he knows that he is smart and he is handsome and he's obedient. You know, he understands that who he is. He knows that, um, you know, that he is the head and not the tail. He understands that he is has value and he has purpose. And these things that we say over and over and over again, you know, so even starting little um, habits like that with your children, you taking them to school or walking to school, what are your, what are your rituals? What are you beginning to do? You know, what, what, are, what are you instilling in them? What, what is it that you're, what are you, are you have mantras on who they are? You know, these are legacy builders. This is so that you can develop and you can build up, amen, people of strong uh, convictions and, and, and people who are balanced emotionally and healthy in their uh, attitude towards life. You know, these things are important, amen? Amen. Well, you're going to build a legacy, won't well, either way. It doesn't matter. 
So you might as well do it the right way. You might as well. You know, if you don't do anything, uh, you're still building a legacy. Your legacy is just going to be maybe a negative one. If you, you know, if, you know, if, if you know, uh, <laughs> hate to say it, but families that pretty much everybody's in trouble, you know, uh, or they fight. You know, you can don't mess in that family. Don't mess one person. Then they're gonna come. You know, everybody want to fight you. You know, that type of thing. You known throughout the neighborhood, or you known for this person did this, this person did that, this person did this. It just kept going, kept going. It's still a legacy. You know, so why not focus all that energy on being positive and doing it and, and building a legacy, like we're saying, of faith and of wealth building. You know, and we just don't have a lot of information. We don't spend a lot of time talking about those things especially money we don't talk about investments right you know we we want to spend everything we get you know we don't want the sacrifice of holding back a showing restraint uh so we can build up build up build up so that we can maybe buy those things later on that we may want in the future you know as we get older Amen. you know you can still get it you know you, you just can't get it you know now and spend all your money on it and you don't have anything for those uh, you know God forbid something happens and you lose your job or some type of emergency happens where you have to uh, your basement floods or I don't know something happens with the car because the basements are covered by the home insurance but something happens with your car some type of mechanical issue you have to pay for now you don't have the money for it right you know now you're scrounging around trying to come up with the money that you know for a transmission or whatever and what happens is a lot of times we end up going further in debt because we just say okay forget this car i'm gonna get a new one <laughs> well so we have some more feedback here mm-hmm. sister kashanda she says as soon as i found out that i was expecting my daughter i immediately started a savings account for her that she is unable to access until a certain age mm-hmm. and once she was born we immediately got life insurance on her mm-hmm. it does something to me to see people create gofundme accounts to bury their loved ones yes yes it's a painful thing yeah you know and some people end up not being able to do what they want to do right you know some of them end up having to cremate you know not able to really have you know a, a service that they wanted to do to honor their lives because we didn't prepare right and the funeral homes owe us nothing right they're in business to make money that's right they're providing a service yes, they are. and so it, it is heartbreaking you know sis when you see that people are trying to to get money to the last minute they do to the last minute that that's a burden that's a burden. It's stress. And I also Stressful. wanted to say that uh, Sister Tyra Nelson, she says, put money into account that you can't get to, mm-hmm. which goes along the lines of what Sister Kashanda was saying, talking about saving, you mm-hmm. know, because if you can just easily get to it, you'll probably keep dipping into it if you're not disciplined. Yeah. And that's a big word, I think. Discipline. Yeah. Discipline. We're not disciplined in a lot of things. We'll start many things and not finish them. <laughs> we'll endeavor to do things and we won't follow through. We have uh, what is that? All those um, 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 New Year's resolutions that you have, and they're just made to be broken. And so we, you know, we must, you know, become more disciplined mm-hmm. and be people of our word and also educated people that can follow through and begin to understand what it is that we're trying to do. It's one right. thing to say, I want to save money, but you really need to educate yourself on how to do it, how to pay yourself first, right. how to make sure you're paying your tithes, how to make sure you're covering your bills, how much should you save, where should I save it at? Should it come out from the top? Should it come out? 
do I need a 401k and IRA? What, what do I do? We need right. to get these things in place, but none of it works without discipline. None of it works without discipline. Kashonda says, um, also that every day before Taylor, her daughter heads out to school, they read a prayer, they recite a prayer and she has a child appropriate devotion. Amen. Yeah. You're going to see it. I'm sure you're already singing. We're singing in your beautiful baby. You know, the fruit of that, taking the time to even develop discipline in her. Yeah. Before you start your day, we're going to do a child appropriate devotion. Mm-hmm. Before you, while you're going to school, we're getting ready to get this mind stimulated in who you are, getting you ready for your day, commanding your day. Right. Start building up children of prayer. And Sherry says that we must teach our children how money works. Yeah. We must, we must teaching them how to save, making sure that they're able to give into the tithes and offering, making sure they understand when you come into the house of God, that you have a seed to sow, teaching about seed sowing, teaching about sowing and reaping. And that's not just a negative thing. No, it's not, it's a principle and it works both ways. Right? So teaching them how to save their money and then how to spend their money when it's time to go out, get your little, get your money. And then tell them about spending. This is what you want. Now you have $30. And this one thing, this one thing that just figuring that you want is $25. You're only going to have $5 left. Did you really want the $25 one? Or what about this one that is $15? You know, help them understand about spending early. Early and develop those skills in them. I pray that this is a blessing to you, God. Y'all can hit some hearts or something and let us know if you're being blessed. Amen. By what we're teaching. I hope you're learning something. Um, and Sister Sherry, she confirmed that discipline is the key. Yeah. Discipline is the key. I know I, I got some places, amen, that I need to get more discipline, especially food. I need to bring it on in. What do you mean? I eat too much. You don't think I eat? Food? I don't know what you mean. I don't eat. I don't eat enough. Are you talking about spending money? Or are you talking about just eating? Yeah, I'm just talking about discipline. And I oh, eat too much. I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I just talking about night. just talk about discipline. You know, what? <laughs> hey, Stacy, how are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, Stacy? Oh my goodness, Lynn Sellers is on. Fred Stoffer, so glad Tierra Green, you're on. So glad that you are with us. No, but for real, um, <laughs> if we don't educate our um, our children or our grandchildren or whatever, when does legacy start? You can't. You have to start somewhere. Somewhere. You have to start somewhere, and a lot of us, unfortunately, don't have. We didn't. We didn't get it. You know. Um, we just didn't get it. A lot of our, and it's not because of um, our parents or grandparents didn't know, you know, uh, or didn't want to. I put it that way. They just didn't know. It's not that they didn't want to, mm-hmm. but a lot of our parents or grandparents just did not know because it's not like anybody was showing them. You know, a lot of us come from parents and grandparents who were either sharecroppers or slaves or whatever. You know, so coming up during that time, ain't nobody taking them to the side. Hey, look, I'm going to show you, you know, how to invest, how to save your money so that your your kids don't have to do what you want to do. No, they wanted the kids to do the same thing. <laughs> you know, they wanted they wanted them to do the work. They wanted their kids to come and do the work. They work in the fields young. So everybody's young doing the same work. Nobody was teaching anybody how to save anything. You know, so we just didn't know. 
you know, we didn't have the information, but we don't have that excuse anymore. So now we need to take advantage of the times that we're in, yes. the, the knowledge that's out there. I mean, you can Google anything now. You don't have to take a class. You can Google it and you can YouTube stuff. There's so much information out there now to help us, right. you know, and, and can, now we can go, you know, um, and help our families, you know, grow. Because, you know, if you teach them, if you have your... your um, legacy of faith going and you take that those same disciplines and apply them to your financial side mm-hmm. uh, you'll it's just it'll be lovely mm-hmm. it'll be so lovely for your family that's growing that's flourishing on both platforms I agree you know I agree so that's what we have for you tonight legacy building so we pray that this week you'll be doing your homework having the conversation go back check your records do you have to do your homework <laughs> We're trying to give you stuff to do throughout the week so that you can be building these relationships. We're right? trying not to check it, but we're going to start checking. <laughs> we're going to start having y'all to turn out and pull out your homework for your book bags. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we want to make sure that you are having the conversations. Please. You know, and, and if you haven't started anything yet as far as saving or, or legacy building... This is not the time to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. We're not here to condemn you. No. We are here to push you. We are here to inspire you, right. to encourage you, to say that you can do it and it's never too late to start. Never too late. Okay, if you have any questions, you know, you can reach out to us. We can point you into the direction of some people who can talk to you and help you and give you guidance. But I don't want the devil to trick you into telling you that you don't have enough to do what's right for your family. Right. Don't let the devil trick you into saying, into thinking that you don't have, any, you cannot protect your family for the thin times, for the rainy seasons. Mm-hmm. Amen. You, you, God has given you the ability. And so don't give yourself excuses or allow yourself to have excuses on not taking care of your family, right. because that is where we fall into dishonor with right. God. He's a trickster. Yes. Sherry says, my parents didn't just give us stuff. We had to earn it. Mm, Mm -hmm. That's right. I've seen it all. Chores. You do chores and you have a money system or whatever, right? Also, we had to plan how to spend our money. That's good stuff. And Sister Sherry, I can see the benefits of that in your life. Mm -hmm. I can see, amen, how you can balance and, you know, with your financials and things. So praise God for that. Praise God for that indeed. Indeed. Um, Brother Keon says we don't have them excuses because we have the resources and tools. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. They're out there. You can't say I don't know. That's right. No. Especially if you've been on our lives. (laughs) So now you are held accountable to that which you have heard. So, uh uh-oh. You are without excuse. Mm -hmm. You are without excuse now. All right. Can I talk about this a little bit before we go, baby? Two, yeah, a minute. Okay, have a minute. Why do I have a minute? It's Monday. Well, you can go, babe. A minute. Let's go. Talk about it. This is exciting. Hey. Let's go. Two minutes. Okay. <laughs> you wasted time. Go ahead. Well, you just deflated my balloon. You know, let's go. Beyond the pages? No, you can't do it. Oh, you, it's better for you to do it. Go ahead. My apologies, y'all. Y'all know how I get it. He go said ahead, he wanted to have a good night. Go ahead. But then when football come up, okay. 
and, so, I, and I'm going to cook. I want to tell you about virtual a virtual book club that I am doing. I just want to make sure that I give this to the audience, viewing audience. I am doing a new endeavor that I'm excited about. I want to make sure that you knew about it. Amen. And that you are able to participate. It is called Going Beyond the Pages with Pastor Shauna. I have written a book. I'm a co-author of a book. Pardon me. Ha ha ha. Called Marginalized, Maligned, and Miraculous Women in Scripture. Okay, so I am one of the authors on this book, and I am getting ready to embark on a virtual book club. So, how can you participate? You can go to www.psaministries.com, and you can sign up. There's two ways that you can participate in this book club. The first is, if you're in the local area, you can come and be on set live with me and other sisters in the area, and we're going to get into the chapters. Um, I've also invited some of the authors to come and sit with me so that we can discuss. There are obscure uh, stories in the Bible of some women with powerful testimonies of God's goodness and power. And then we also have stories in there of women that are actually within our generation that are in our areas that open up their lives in the pages that mirror some of these stories. So it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal encounter. It will. Um, if you can't come and be with me live on set, then and it's on Tuesdays, every Tuesday starting November 12th, from 7 to 8 p.m. It's just an hour. But if you can't come live on set, then the second way you can participate is that you can go to uh, be on Facebook and stream live. And so uh, you just have to fill out the form. Go to www.psaministries.com and look for Beyond the Pages. And you choose which way you want to participate. The only thing that you have to do is you have to make sure that you get a copy of the book in order to participate. How do you get the book? You can get it at www.psaministries.com. So the third way that you can participate, if you can't be there with me live on set, and if you can't, Tuesdays don't work for you, then you can still continue to do it, but you can watch the replays on your own time. So don't let any of that hinder you from joining me on Beyond the Pages with Pastor Shana. Where do you go? www.psaministries.com. You have until the end of this week to sign up so we can make sure we get the books to everybody. Um, they are not on Amazon. You have to get them from me. And I appreciate, um, look at Keon. <laughs> um, I appreciate anyone um, who, is, who wants to come on this endeavor. Also, as well, you can always donate. You can always donate to the ministry. This is Good Ground, Fertile Ground. Um, you can cash at me at Pastor Shauna. Dollar sign, Pastor Shauna, right? Yes. Or you can go to PayPal and you can send me, uh, you can donate that way through PayPal or you can donate on my website. All of your money goes towards helping others and doing ministry to bring others into wholeness and completion in God. I'm sharing the gospel as far and as wide as the Lord would allow me to. Amen. Thank you. I'm sorry, baby. More than two minutes. But I had to say it. Um, Keon wants to know who is your NFL team? Keon it is the Carolina Panthers and the Detroit Lions. Okay, great. Yes, Erica, you are going to be uh, with me on Beyond the Pages. Are we still talking about? <laughs> no, she's <there. laughs> she was excited. I'm excited too, sis. <laughs> okay, we love y'all. Sign up. Oh Lord. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much for sharing. Remember, building legacy. 
doing what is honorable for your family yes. and honorable before the yes. Lord. We're going to pray out now. Yes. Oh, Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for the ability, Lord, to just set things up for our families, Lord. Teach us your way. Teach us how to do it better, God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, give us uh, the right strategy, Lord. Help us to not be fearful. Help us to not be tight with our money. Help us to be obedient and disciplined, God. Lord, even as we are sowing Father God, legacy of faith right now, God. Help us to be consistent in our own walk, that our children and our children's children, Father God, can come into the faith, Father God, and that they can too walk in the righteousness and strength and power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, God, that our lineage, God, will be attached to righteousness, God, that when people look upon our families, they will see a thread of faith, Father, running, Father God, through and through to the third and fourth and fifth and sixth generations, Lord. We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus, God. Be with each and every family, each and every couple, Father, right now. Lord, we pray your strength in the relationships, God. Lord, we pray for open communication, Lord. We pray for uh, reasoning. We pray, God, for just a meeting of the minds, Lord. We pray for unity, Lord, in the name of... We pray for love and respect to Lord, Father, Lord, we pray, Father God, for covenant relationships, Lord, now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, keep us this week until we meet again. It's in Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all. And the pages. Yes, we want you to To win. win. All right. Thank you for listening to our Love, Marriage, and Everything in Between podcast. And remember, we want you to win.